Good afternoon and welcome to From Where We Are, stories of news and culture through the lens of USC in Southern California and beyond. From Rancho Cucamonga, California, I'm Amanda Jong. On today's show, we'll hear about one of the largest fires in LA County history, social justice at the Emmys, and the continuation of USC Thornton's Live From Somewhere online concerts. All that and more from where we are. But first, these news headlines. And I'm Polina Cherzova. Coronavirus cases continue to rise globally. More than 30 million cases are reported worldwide and nearly 1 million deaths. Europe is experiencing an alarming second wave. U.S. deaths have reached nearly 200,000. The U.S. Center for Disease Control has reversed its stance again. On Friday, the website updated its guidelines to state that through the air is thought to be the main way the virus spreads and that the virus can travel beyond six feet. Today, they withdrew those guidelines. A CDC spokesperson said the agency had erroneously published a draft version. Rising COVID infections around the world also weighed on the stock market. Today, the Dow Jones dropped almost 2%. Investors worry about Washington's ability to pass another stimulus bill. The broader S&P 500 lost a little more than 1%. All major stock benchmarks have posted three straight weeks of losses before today. The late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg will be the first woman to lie in state in the U.S. Capitol this Friday, after two days at the Supreme Court. President Trump says he will probably announce his nominee to replace Justice Ginsburg on the court this Saturday. Democrats want whoever wins the November presidential election to select a nominee to replace Ginsburg. I'm Polina Cherzova, and those are some of the top news stories today. The Bobcat Fire came within 500 feet of Mount Wilson Observatory. Eight hand crews and three strike teams totaling more than 150 firefighters were defending the area on Monday. The blaze threatens the historic Southern California Monument on top of the San Gabriel Mountains in the Angeles Forest. As Catherine Oruella reports, The Mount Wilson Observatory has given us no less than our modern understanding of the universe. Firefighters in recent days thought that they had fought the Bobcat Fire away from the world-renowned Mount Wilson Observatory, until this weekend when the blazes started flaring up again at the top of the mountain, close to the historic white dome structure that especially the scientific community holds dear. How important is it? In fact, I often argue it's really the most important observatory that's ever been built. John Mulcahy directs the Carnegie Observatory in Pasadena, which owns the Mount Wilson Observatory. Using the telescopes that Mount Wilson put together, we're used to put together the framework of, of our understanding of the universe today. And so, from a historic standpoint, they really are extremely valuable. This is the second time in a little over a decade that the Mount Wilson Observatory, and also the broadcast towers near it, that serve law enforcement and national security agencies, have faced a great threat from wildfire, In 2009, the so-called station fire nearly wiped them all out as well. A huge water tank in case of fire stands on the grounds of the observatory. It holds more than 500,000 gallons of water, but firefighters have already used at least half of it. They've been trying to protect the local treasure all week. Crews are working to refill the tank to keep the water pressure strong for the firefighters. Forest Service officials say fighting the blaze on Mount Wilson is a top priority, and that, quote, multiple, multiple resources, end quote, are dedicated to saving the observatory. 
nothing would please Vahe Perumian more. He teaches physics and astronomy at USC. I would say uh, cautiously holding our breath and, and hoping that it's not going to damage any of the facilities. Today, the U.S. Forest Service expressed optimism that they will be able to stop the Bobcat fire before it destroys Mount Wilson Observatory and the communications towers nearby. For Annenberg Media, I'm Catherine Orihuela. Among the notable moments at last night's mostly virtual 72nd Primetime Emmy Awards, one that stood out was Regina King's win, not only because she tied the record for the most acting Emmys by a Black performer, but also because, while accepting the award, she wore a shirt with a photograph of Breonna Taylor. Celebrities are increasingly making statements on social justice. Johnny Dorsill spoke with USC professor Mickey Turner about how effective these statements are and their implications moving forward. Why do you think that so many entertainers are um, using this platform now? Well, because they realize they have this platform and I think, you know, at the end of the day, they're all human as well. Um, I know Regina King personally, I know Uba personally, I was not at all surprised they did that. Um, and I think, you know, like we are, a lot of us anyway, they're fed up with what's going on in the country. And, you know, personally, I don't know anyone who's had a good 2020, not one person. <laughs> so I think it's just gotten to the point where, you know, you have this platform, you know, you're going to be on an internationally uh, televised or streamed show. Yeah, now is the time. It is an election year. We have this president who is not very popular <laughs> at this point. And, you know, in dealing with everything else, not only this country, but the world is going through COVID, you know, uh, the decline in race relations and, you know, an election that appears to be, you know, something out of a circus. I think all of these things just really propelled people last night to kind of speak out. Now, the people who didn't speak out are people who are never going to speak up and speak out. So, you know, I didn't expect someone like Jennifer Anderson to say anything. I think if Kerry Washington had one, we'd still be listening to her right now. She just kept on. <laughs> they would have probably had to cut the music. So what are the implications of these social messages that we're seeing now. You know, the fact that you saw Canadians last night speak up, the fact that you saw a lot of white Americans speak out against this um, administration and uh, things that are happening in this country is probably the first time there's been sort of this collective energy uh, between the races and uh, obviously between the nationalities. And I just think that um, you'll, depending on what happens with this election and depending how long this pandemic lasts, I think you will continue to see these types of statements from the celebrated. And um, obviously they're going to use whatever platform they can. And there's no greater platform than an award show to uh, try and get your point across. And uh, for that, you know, I applaud them. It was interesting to listen to. As we all get used to the new virtual routine, many of us are starting to feel the disconnect within student life. If you're also feeling that way, you may want to check out a new virtual concert series on the Thornton School of Music website. The Thornton Live From Somewhere series will be performed by students, alumni, and faculty. 
They'll try to boost student morale and foster a sense of community in this unprecedented virtual semester. Esther Cho spoke to a Thornton piano student about the series. Any other year, Janice Sani would probably be practicing in a studio at Thornton, near her friends. Today, she plays her own piano, in her own house, by herself. I'm still like adjusting to it right now, and it's a little stressful, I feel. It's a little bit distant compared to the in-person lessons we've had. Son explains the technical disadvantages of practicing piano over a virtual platform which is unable to pick up the dynamic ranges of her instrument. For lessons online, I just I just feel uh, stressed out because I even bought a microphone and like I changed settings on Zoom. Like there's a lot of dynamic range on the piano and getting it to sound really soft is like much more harder than in person i feel because like it's never enough and like it kind of all sounds the same so thornton school of music is hoping to foster community by bringing people together at least virtually for a concert i think i've seen the emails but i wasn't really sure what was going on but son like others is still in the dark about what and when she remains still too disconnected from school, despite the new concert series. I kind of don't like it because it doesn't really give a full experience, but it's better than doing nothing about the situation. So I'm kind of like uh, in the middle of everything. Not at the beginning, not at the end. Janice Son, like all of us, is doing her best and waiting to see what comes next and hoping to feel a bit more connected soon. Music is made to be shared. For Annenberg Media, I'm Esther Cho. That's all from where we are. I'm Amanda John. Today's show was produced by Polina Cherazova and Johnny Thorsell. Ayana White is the executive producer. Thank you to our reporters, Carlos Jimenez. India Auto, Esther Cho, Catherine Moruella, and Jason Falco. For all of us here at Kemper I'm Amanda John. See you next time from where we are.